0: Shalom, shalom. Welcome. It's Kenny Russell, Bulldozer Faith, living life in the Spirit. I hope you are having a blessed day today. Many of you are keeping up with the news and what's happening here in the land of Israel. Let me tell you something that's been pretty crazy here tonight. Uh, Haley was out at our tennis class this evening. I was out um, with the dog in the garden. And uh, all of a sudden, there's explosions everywhere in the sky. All you can hear is all these explosions. And uh, Hamas and uh, Islamic Jihad group were firing missiles towards Tel Aviv, something like a couple of hundred missiles. And all the explosions we could hear here in Kasaria were the Iron Dome uh, hitting these rockets out of the sky. And, man, I tell you, It was very interesting. Haley and our tennis group were like, okay, so what do we do? Do we stop? Do we go home? Do we get in a bomb shelter? What's happening here? Um, Even though we're talking about 45 uh, kilometers away, 50 kilometers uh, from where we are, where these bombs were being intercepted. But let me tell you something. This is a time to pray. It's a time to stand in the gap. And uh, what I wanted to share this evening... It's just from a scripture where we're dealing with the weapons we fight with. And, you know, when we see events that's taking place in the world, we see things happening in people's lives in the area of sickness. We see people uh, that are going through difficult times, tough times, spiritual battles. We also see physical wars and uh, attacks that's going on in the natural. And when we see these things take place, we have weapons that are so powerful, and we're just going to read uh, a few scriptures in uh, in Second Corinthians chapter ten, and some of the things we're going to deal with here is is when we also see false prophets rise up and and trying to usurp the message of the word, and we have many people rising up to usurp the message of what does it mean to use your spiritual gifts and to be effective for the kingdom. Hallelujah. So just want to take a moment to shout out to those who are tuning in. If you're just tuning in and you haven't already, Uh, posted a comment in your social media platforms just to let us know you're watching you can do that now and uh, see we've got lola with us good to see you lola we've got russell Uh, we've got paul in nigeria keeping you in prayer as well paul thanks for joining with us tonight we've got b in texas we've got esther in australia we've got yogi with us in mississippi Okay, good to see you. So anyone else tuning in, just give us a shout out. We've got Ronnie as well. Welcome, Ronnie. Thanks for joining with us tonight um is there anyone else that we see on no i don't see anyone else just now but if you are tuning in just give us a shout out if you're listening by podcast i want to encourage you uh to email us kenny at bulldozerfaith.com let us know that you're watching so that uh you know we can stand with you in prayer we'd love to hear your testimony and what the father is doing and this is also a call for all those who are experiencing a mighty move of the Spirit within your life. It's such a blessing to hear the testimonies of what's happening in the community of believers. And, you know, you might be not sharing a testimony right now and the Father is saying to you tonight, you know, it's important you share this because someone needs to hear this message. They need to hear the hope that you are standing upon and the victory that you have witnessed. So I just want to encourage you, send myself or Esther an email, esther at bulldozerfaith.com or kenny at com. and I would love to put that into our forthcoming newsletter that we do monthly. So I hope you're enjoying the newsletters as well. Uh, on the new website, bulldozerfaith.com, you'll see a link to newsletters, and you can scroll down and see previous newsletters as well and we've got lots of teaching resources on there and um, uh, youtube uh, connections on the platform so that we can be encouraged it doesn't matter what stage you're at what you're going through we've got so many series and messages i believe that will be a great help and a benefit to us growing in our faith all right let's just take a moment to pray father we want to thank you for this day And, Father, especially with what's happening here in Israel, Father, we just want to come against the assignments of Hasatan. And we break your assignments in Yeshua's name. We speak protection over the citizens of Israel right now against these terror threats. We say to these missiles, they're not going to hit targets, but they will be taken out of the sky. We ask, Father, that you will shine your light on the positions of, of the leadership that's behind these terror organizations and that these leaders will be taken down in this next 24 hours, Father, that you will take out those that are oppressing the Palestinians in Gaza so that they can be free as well and also for the damage they're doing against innocent uh, uh, people in the land of Israel. We also speak protection over uh, our property as well in the studio here in Kasaria as well in Yeshua's name amen amen hallelujah I'm just watching here as a report just came up of the attacks and things that's going on uh, in the streets of cities all over Israel from Lod outside Ben-Gurion airport all the way to Haifa uh, there is riots going on uh, where uh, Arabs are running with Hamas flags down the streets and attacking people. So it's not just rockets that's coming in. We've got unrest that's going on in many of the cities of Israel. So, you know, there's a lot to pray over as uh, we stand upon the promises of Yehovah. And, you know, look, what we want to see is we want to see the rule of Yeshua in this land. We want to get to the place where it's not about modern-day Zionism, but it's the opportunities that we have to bring forth the truth of the gospel of the kingdom. And that's our desire, that we are prayed up, in position to minister to the brokenhearted. And we've just come through a pandemic where people are in fear and you can't really communicate. Now we're moving into a war uh this season. And, you know, the, the last uh, uh war, Protective Edge, you know, we were here during all of that. And let me tell you something. It's amazing how communities come together and the support that takes place and how barriers come down and uh, it's it's amazing, you know, so the opportunities that will arise are totally reversed to what we saw in the pandemic. In the pandemic, people would walk across the other side of the road, you know, with with a 25-foot distance between you and them with their mask on, just because you don't have a mask on, just to try and uh, go on their, their little exercise walk. Well, let me tell you something. When you start moving into a war zone and the difficulties of these times of war, the community comes together and people are speaking to each other. We're standing together, especially when we're facing the riots and the things that's going on, Uh, even in the village right next to Kasaria. There's been arrests there. There's been unrest that's taken place there. And you've also got to remember, from a spiritual perspective, this is the last day of Ramadan. So, you know, just one hour after sundown, that's when everything started to kick in on a a whole new gear. So we're dealing with, you know, the principalities because we know that Islam is a demonic religion. It's so demonic. You know, its whole design, uh, you know, from the place of jihad, if you don't agree with them, you know, they want to kill you. They want to take you out. You are worthless. You have no value. And we want to see Muslims come to Messiah as well in these seasons. So there's so much to pray for. But what I want to deal with, I want to deal with... um, really, uh, the position of how Paul is dealing with the Corinthians. You know, there was so much to rejoice over the Corinthians uh, in the good things that's happening. There was a lot of praise and gratitude that we see at the beginning of the books, the two books of Corinthians, where it's so exciting because, you know, Paul can look at them and say, man, I tell you what, what a blessing it is to see and to hear the reports of the testimony. But there was still these underlining problems of how hasatan was sending in the enemy to bring division to uh to usurp to to break the message of the gospel of the kingdom and to bring in their own hierarchy systems and uh you know this is uh you know something that we are experiencing on an ongoing basis you know we've got people rising up and they want to bring forth their opinion and what we want to do is we want to continually go back to the scriptures and test everything by the word and when we're dealing with uh, the weapons that we fight with tonight you know we there, there's so many areas that we are battling so as we are talking about uh, the position of authority of uh, Paul's stand against those who are trying to usurp his apostleship, I want you to recognize that these same weapons are what we can use in our battles as well. So we want to stand upon the promises of Yahovah and see the victory in Messiah. And you know, before we go any further, I just uh, I just want to go onto the the crossing point platform. I want to give you. A link to that here uh just now. If you're watching on podcast, I'll add it to the comments on the podcast. But that's the link on crossing point. If you're not a member of our private community for intercessory prayer, I want to encourage you, make prayer a major part of your life. You know, and and I don't use the word major lightly, you know, prayer is so important. We have got to get to that place where we're pressing in in prayer and uh uh, there's a there's a message that Barbara shared and I'm not going to share all of it publicly because she's asked to keep it private um, but I just want to encourage those who are part of the community uh, just to take note of that message oh actually I see there's quite a few people who are making comments and praying um, but on on the crossing and point global community you'll see many many uh, prayer requests of what people are going through and things that uh, people are recognizing, uh, uh, you know, bringing forth alerts of areas to pray. So I encourage you, let's be a people of prayer that will press in by the power of the Ruach HaKodesh to see his promises. So let's read 2 Corinthians chapter 10 and uh, I'm going to read from verse 1. By the meekness of and gentleness of Messiah, I appeal to you. I, Paul, who am timid when face to face with you, but bold when away. You know, many many of you when you when you're reading the writings of Paul, you see you know, the authority that this man has is off the charts. It's incredible. The knowledge, the, the memorization of the scripture and the way Yeshua has revealed so many things to him and how he breaks open the word is really amazing. And, you know, it's not easy to understand Uh, because it's so deep. He's bringing forth, you know, effectively, uh, you know, establishing doctrines to help us understand and how we should walk. But it's very hard to picture him as someone who's timid face to face. He says in verse 2, I beg that when I come, I may not have to be as bold as I expect Uh, uh, to be towards some people who think that we live by the standards of this world. And, you know, what's the standards of the world? It's dog eat dog. You know, it's everyone pulling for position. It's everyone trying to, you know, get their message out, get their stand out, you know, their popularity out. And, you know, what we see in verse 1, we see Paul open this. He says, "...by meekness and gentleness in Messiah." Listen, when you have authority in the Spirit, you don't have to go and try and prove anything or do anything. We just have to be those who proclaim the word and do what the Father says to do. And you'll have seasons where, you know, if that's public, if that's global, or if it's just on a small level, it doesn't matter. Because it's not about what we accomplish. It's just about our obedience before the Father. But the gift makes room. And if we are faithful with what the Father is saying and doing for our lives, you know, we're not dealing or living by the standards of the world. We don't need marketing and all these different things uh, and gimmicks. What we need is just to be faithful in the presence of Yahovah. speak forth His word, bring forth His truth, and bring transformation. So in verse 3, For though we live in the world, we do not wage war as the world does. And, you know, when you've got false teachings, when you've got, um, you know, you know, Different events of the enemy that are trying to take over uh, the plans of Yahovah. When the devil comes to stop you from fulfilling the will of Yahovah, we are not going to fight and wage war how the world does. We're going to use what we see in verse 4. The weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine powers to demolish strongholds. You know, this is powerful. To demolish strongholds, what does that mean? The the stronghold is, you know, it's to be tied up. A stronghold, I can't get out. I can't break free from this. It's a stronghold. And we have, by the Spirit, if you will engage in your prayer life spiritually, you'll see incredible things take place. But listen, if you just pray, you know, Oh, Father, you know, bless the food to our bodies in Yeshua's name. Amen. No, if we are praying spiritually, if we are listening to the words of Yahovah, last night we talked about the importance of proclaiming, you know, getting hold of the word and uh, the book of Psalms, and we're we're in the, uh, was it Psalm uh, uh, 63 or 61, can't remember now. But when we were in the book of Psalms, what were we witnessing? You know, the declaration of, of what Paul of of what David was proclaiming. So we see here the weapons we fight with are not the weapons of this world, on the contrary, they are divine power to demolish strongholds. We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of Elohim. I love that word pretension. The pretend You know, trying to make that which is a a pretense (laughs) and make it as if it's truth. It's pretending. It's not really truth. It's a lie. But those arguments, we demolish those arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of Elohim. And this is something that we have to do. We've got to learn in the area of warfare on how we deal with what's going on in the mind as well. We've got to recognize that what's taking place, that, that the battle of the enemy is against the knowledge of Elohim. It's against the knowledge of God. So if we are sucking up the knowledge of God, if we are meditating on the word, we're going to see the victory in Messiah. And it's such a beautiful thing as we study in the word and we see in the glory of Yahovah manifest as the, as the Holy Spirit speaks to us, draws us aside, ministers to us, brings forth the truth. You know, I've been following uh, Yehovah most of my life, and what I love about uh, coming to the Scripture, even after decades in the Word, reading the same areas, all of a sudden I'm reading and, and it's like the lights come on and, and the Holy Spirit starts to speak to me in a way that I never knew in the context of that scripture it could relate to my circumstances, what I'm going through. It can also relate to just clear understanding of what that word says and how all things join together. It really is amazing because, you know, we live in a day where modern day Christianity is seeking to break down the knowledge of Elohim. And, you know, the enemy wants to destroy the gospel, wants to uh, uh, dilute the gospel, wants to, uh, um, you know, uh, basically separate us from what the truth really is. So, you know, we have divine power to demolish strongholds, the things that bind, the lies, the deceptions. We demolish arguments so we understand what the truth is. So when the false comes up, we can say, wait a second. This is not truth. And this is what the Word says. And I love what Jerry shared with us um, on the the Zoom call when I got knocked off last week. Um, But, you know, he was sharing, it's one thing to deliver what your opinion is. It's another thing to say, look, this is not my opinion. This is just what the Bible says. So I'm not taking ownership of what I'm saying right now. I'm just telling you what the Bible says. And, you know, the question is, are... uh, Am I going to submit to what the Bible says? Are you going to submit to what the Bible says? Well, I just don't really see it like that. This is my viewpoint. I don't believe the gifts of the Spirit are for today. Well, you know, anyone that says that, you've got to be off your face. Here we are doing the feast. We're in the counting of the Omer, hallelujah. We are counting down to Shavuot. We've just got under two weeks to go. And uh, the rabbinic, uh, the false judaism date will be next week but we are pressing on to the the day according to the sighting of the new moon and um, just under two weeks to go so we're we're not going to deal with the arguments of what's my opinion we're looking at the scripture trying to discover what the truth is and listen we also have to be uh, graceful to each other, because you might see something in the scripture, I don't see. We can even have disagreements, and we see even in the scripture the apostles having disagreements, and you know, Barnabas and Paul having disagreements that were unresolved. And you know what, you just go your own way. And sometimes those things have to take place, and they're not salvation issues. But we want to try and find a way on how we unify, and the greatest place for unification. Comes in the midst of the battle. And that's why I said to you here in Israel, you know, during this war that's now begun in the last, uh, you know, two days, we're now going to move into a place where th- we will see more people unify. And yes, these riots that are going on in the cities, the purpose is to bring disunity, to bring chaos. And that's the plan of the enemy. And as we look at what's going on, With the chaos and the agendas of terror, you know, we recognize, you know, in in the midst of that, what's going on spiritually as well, and how do we handle our life? How do we walk through the things that the Father has called us to to walk through? So what, what are we going to do? We take captive every thought that makes it, and make it obedient to Messiah. And, you know, I love about this scripture, take captive the thought. Why? You know, you might be, you might have experienced condemnation because of the thoughts that's going on in your head. Because here comes Hassatan. He wants to plant a thought in your mind. And then as soon as he plants the thought and it comes to your mind, the very next thing he does is he starts rebuking you. How could you think that? Did you really think that? You're so evil. Oh, man. And, and you know, and... <laughs> When I learned the revelation of this portion of Scripture, it radically changed my thought life. It changed me uh, from the inside out because in my early walk of faith, I used to deal with the challenges on how do I... Uh, handle uh, you know uh, the thoughts and uh, how do I deal with these things until I got hold of this revelation then there was one day the revelation went even deeper about taking the thought captive and you know be like this being from Texas you know what you got to do is you got to get your lasso out You know, and this is what I picture when that thought comes and I get that lasso out and woof, I get hold of that thought, I catch it in that lasso, I pull it in and I say, you get out of my mind in Yeshua's name. (laughs) I'm leaving my mind to be renewed in the presence of Yahuwah. I don't want it filled with the assignments of the enemy. So what do we do? We take the thought captive. Okay, we, we take captive every thought. And what do we do? We make it obedient to Messiah. What are we saying? You are not higher than Yeshua. And this is what we understand in the weapons that we fight with. You know, the, the, the way the enemy attacks you, his weapons are not higher than than the messiah and you know what did we speak on yesterday um you know i love what we talked on yesterday we talked on a rock higher than i yes in the circumstances and the things that we face if you don't have a savior if you don't have yeshua you can't overcome you cannot fight the devil in your own strength you can't do it that's why if you haven't received yeshua you haven't surrendered your life to yeshua and you're battling addiction you're battling problems you're thinking how can i overcome these problems listen surrender your life to yeshua and recognize that the only way you can defeat the devil is by the power of the name of yeshua that you will activate by the spirit uh, victory in Messiah. So what are you going to do? You're going to take captive every thought. You and I have to do this. And we we do what? We make it obedient, right? We make it. We demand. We say, you shall be obedient to Messiah. And, and you can take that stand. And, you know, when you look at uh, in the area of addictions and Everything that, that comes from addiction. What what you find, you know, in smoking and, and drugs, you know, we're addicted to plants. Here we have these little plants have more power than our ability to, to live right and to operate right. And that's why, you know, look, it doesn't say in the scripture, if you smoke, you're going to hell. But you know what? If you smoke, and look, I used to smoke. I loved smoking. I was preaching the gospel, smoking. I remember one day the Holy Spirit came to me and says, you know what? You know, think how I use you when you don't smoke. If you stop smoking, think how I'll use you. Why? Because it's affecting your testimony, and your witness. And I'm like, wow, you know. I'm like, oh, Holy Spirit, I'm really blessed with how you use me while I smoke. Why? I saw signs, wonders, miracles, people healed, people coming to Yeshua, devils being cast out. And here's me, you know, sitting down with drug addicts on the side of the streets of London, smoking a cigarette with them, preaching the gospel. And, you know, the father says, if you give up smoking, think I'll use you. And I'm like, I actually quite like the smoking. Maybe we'll just have to try and have that conversation another time. But, uh, you know, there came the day where that uh, reality, you know, became very important when I met my wife, uh, Haley. And, uh, you know, I know the father was telling me, you've got to deal with this in your life. And then one day, when Haley found out that I smoked, when, you know, after we'd met, She's like, oh, I don't want anything to do with you. I don't want to be around a smoker. You have got to be kidding me. Well, let me tell you something. I got instantly delivered from smoking right there. Why? Because it was interfering with the will and purpose of... Of Elohim, so it might not be smoking for you, but what is interfering with the will and purpose of Yahovah? What things are you doing? Are you involved in that you need to activate in spiritual warfare and say, you know what? I'm going to deal with the bitterness of the heart. I'm going to deal with unforgiveness. I'm going to deal with, uh, you know, confusion. I'm going to deal with addiction. What addictions are you facing? And as we deal with these things, you will see that the Father will open up more of His blessings upon our lives. And that's what we want to see. We want to see the blessings of Yahovah. Hallelujah. Where are we at here in this portion? Verse 6, And we will be ready to punish every act of disobedience once your obedience is complete. You are looking only... On the surface of things, if anyone is confident that he belongs to Messiah, he should consider again that we belong to Messiah just as much as he. What we're dealing with is we've got people coming in saying that Paul's not really a true apostle. We're the local guys, so we're going to be your apostles. Don't you worry about Paul and, you know... You know, he says, you're looking at the things only from a surface. You better understand spiritually what is coming forth in the word that Paul is delivering to the Corinthians. And he's being strong here on purpose. And, you know, the truth has to be strong sometimes. And, you know, just the way that the IDF is attacking against Hamas right now. You know, it is strong force that's got to be used against an organization that uses children uh, as shields and women and children as, as shields because they want all over the news how many women and children are being killed in the midst of these attacks. But we've got to stop these weapons coming in at whatever the cost, whatever it takes. We have got to stop the weapons coming in and we have to deal with evil and i want to encourage you what weapons are coming in from the enemy in the midst of your life that could be hindering the very call of yahovah over your life and if we set ourselves up in the position of pride you know because we're just looking at things from the surface if anyone is confident that he belongs to Messiah, he should consider again that we belong to Messiah just as much as he. So Paul's not saying, I'm not lifting myself up to be better. I'm just saying I'm walking the walk and I'm bringing forth the teaching. If you're going to start teaching against the scripture, man, I'm going to have a problem with you. And that's where we should be. Are we studying the Scripture in a way that we, when someone comes along and says, the gifts of the Spirit, they're not for today. Oh, if you pray in tongues, that's the tongues of the devil. You know, this is exactly what Yeshua dealt with. You know, who are you, what what do you mean you're casting? How are you healing? How are you delivering? Oh, that's by the Spirit of Beelzebub. And you know, what did Yeshua say? You know, a house divided against itself will surely fall. You think the devil's going to be divided against the devil? I don't think so. The devil's going to cast out the devil? I don't think so. And, you know, these arguments were quashed and Yeshua is displaying who he is. I'm the son of Elohim. I am... uh, One like Moses, as we see in Deuteronomy chapter 18. And Moses set the bar high. There's one like me. If he's not coming doing signs and wonders and miracles and bringing supernatural transformation to the ends of the earth, you know, you should question, is this really the Messiah? And what do we see in Yeshua of Nazareth? We see (laughs) the, the outpouring of the Spirit, the demonstration of the supernatural. And one of the the key weapons that Yeshua used was getting up early or being up in the midnight hour, praying, being before the Father. That's why here we are. It's 25 past 12 in the middle of the night. What are we doing in the middle of the night? Why can't we teach in the day? There's something about these night hours. There's something about what's going on right now that we've got to press in, in The spirit. What am I praying over right now? That Hezbollah doesn't get involved in this war as well at this time. Verse 8 For even if I boast somewhat freely about the authority Yahovah gave us for building you up rather than pulling you down, I will not be ashamed of it. I love that portion. Even if I boast about authority, and many people in authority, they want to display their authority. To pull you down. And Paul's declaration. I've got authority for the purpose of building you up. And this is true servant leadership. And this is what apostleship is meant to be. It's not about hierarchy over people. It's about servanthood under people. Saying so, I want to lift you up up i want to strengthen you i want to bring forth the truth and if i'm coming on strong it's for your own safety it's for your own deliverance it's for your own blessing it's not to harm you and break you down it's to build you hallelujah i will not be ashamed of being bold and declaring and boasting in my position in Yahovah, That's what it's saying there in verse 8. Verse 9, I do not want uh, want to seem to be trying to frighten you with this letter. Oh, brother, sounds like Paul's being very manipulative, you know? Oh, yeah, very manipulative. No, he's being strong with the truth, and there's a difference. And, you know, you just look at some of these arguments of what people say when truth is coming forth. You know, they, they want to... Uh, you know, throw you under the bus. That's of the devil. That's manipulation. And they have all different <laughs> words and phrases and things they want to use to dismiss the knowledge of Elohim. The weapons we fight with, they're, they're not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. Hallelujah. Set us free in Yeshua's name. And if you've got strongholds holding you up tonight, especially in the area of prayer, this is the area I really want to hit at tonight, in the area of spiritual warfare and prayer. If you've got strongholds stopping you praying, why oh, I can't I can't focus. I can't get time on my own. I can't get time aside. Then I break that stronghold over your life right now. That you will be free, that you'll truly what it what you'll know what it means to enter in to prayer and to operate in the spiritual gifts and to petition before Yehovah. Don't be anxious about anything, but with your prayers and petitions, make your requests known to Elohim. Hallelujah. So that's going back to verse 4 there, just recapping that. Verse 10, For some say his letters are weighty and forceful, but in person he's, uh, he, <laughs> he's unimpressive, and his speaking amounts to nothing. You know, what type of guy is this? He's got all this ability to write. Then he comes it's like, what? <laughs> this is the Apostle Paul? Man, he's so <laughs> fragile. You know, if you if you turn on your scriptures to uh, one of my favorite scriptures, First Corinthians chapter 2, I just want to read the opening verses there just so you, you get this understanding on how important of what Paul is saying concerning how we operate in the supernatural. I don't know about you, but let me tell you something. In everything I've done in my faith walk, if, if you know, breakthrough comes through in the supernatural. It doesn't come through in the natural. Oh, you know, some people are recipients of, of other people's prayers. Some people are recipients because someone took the time to intercede and stand in the gap on your behalf in the place of your weakness. What's intercession? You know, intercession is not, hi, brother, can I pray for you? Hi, hey, sisters, okay if I pray. No, intercession is, you know, the Holy Spirit wakes you up at three o'clock in the morning and says, I need you to go up and pray for brother so and so, sister so and so. I need you to stand in the gap for this area, for this town. You know, I need you to, to go here. I need you to go there. We receive instruction by the voice of Yehovah, by the Spirit of Yehovah. And from the place of prayer, from the place of meditation, like I said, the Word comes alive. We're getting ready for Shavuot, Pentecost. Hallelujah. The mikvah, the immersion of the Ruach HaKodesh, the Holy Spirit, and not just on its own, but with fire. And this is a fire that doesn't consume. And this is what I love about Yeshua, as we see the burning bush, you know, at the time of Moshe. When he saw that burning bush, he's like, Wait a second, I see that burning bush. This is something you see in the desert all the time, burning bushes. You know, no one's there. The desert's so hot that the bush, when it starts to rot, and it's no water, and it dries out, the sheer heat just bursts the bush into flames. So it's not an abnormal sight for Moses to see a bush that's burning in the desert. But this bush is burning and it's not consuming the bush. And this is what happens when we receive the fire of the Spirit. We can have the fire of the Ruach HaKodesh in and through our lives and it's not consuming us. Hallelujah. So we can ask to be consumed and mikvahed in the fire of a mighty God. So anyway, coming back to First Corinthians chapter 2. Hallelujah. When I came to you, brothers, I didn't come to you with eloquence or superior wisdom as I proclaimed to you the testimony about Elohim. So what's he doing? He's proclaiming the testimony of Elohim. So he's showing up and he's saying, you know what? You know, I'm, I'm not coming with an agenda. I'm just coming and I'm going to open my mouth and just allow the Ruach HaKodesh to move. And, you know, this is what we do in our devotion time. You know, we have preparation. I'm, I'm not uh, here tonight with notes and trying to work out what we're going to do. We just want to flow with what the Spirit has to say. Sometimes I might have a, a few uh, Bible verses, uh, you know, uh, up on, on my screen in front of you, but uh, in front of me, but... You know, the majority of the time, I would just want to, how can we get into a vain and devotional time where we just flow? And the very purpose of doing this devotion time that we do is I want you to see how I come to the word. What happens to me when I come to the word? How do I start my day right in the presence of Yehovah so that you too can be on fire? in the presence of Yahweh. So I didn't come to you in eloquence and superior wisdom as I proclaimed to you the testimony about Elohim. For I resolved to know nothing while I was with you except Yeshua the Messiah and Him crucified. Hallelujah. This is the message you've got to understand. And this is why we've got to search the Word Where is Yeshua? Can you find him? Can you find him in Genesis? Can you find him in Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy? Where is Yeshua? Every time you're reading the scripture, you know, when we're talking about a rock that is higher than I, who are we talking about? It's not a physical rock that we're trying to look for. Yes, you can get on a high rock and you have an advantage above your situation. You have protection from the high place against an enemy that could be coming up against you. But this rock that is higher than I is Yeshua, the Messiah. So I resolved to know nothing while I was with you except Yeshua, the Messiah, and Him crucified. And this is what I spend my time in my days doing before the Word and before the Father. I want to know Yeshua. I want to know where He is. I want to understand who He is in a greater measure. I want to experience the fullness of of what it truly means to walk in Messiah. And Holy Spirit, as I study the Word, I want Yeshua to come alive in my life through the Scriptures. And this is what I encourage you to pray. Come to this place and stand upon His promises. I resolve to know nothing while I was with you except Yeshua the Messiah and Him crucified I came to you in weakness and fear. And this is another important thing. Listen, we don't need to come in pride and look at me and you know, you know, so on and so forth. I came in weakness. You know, I know who I am compared to Messiah. I come in weakness and fear. Why why do you you know, why does he come in fear? What do you mean weakness and fear? What? Are you fearful, Paul? You got a spur of fear you need to get dealt with? No. He comes in weakness, and fear. He doesn't know how people are going to respond to the message of the gospel. He doesn't know what he's going to say. He's he's saying, I'm going to come before you people and I want to get out the way. I don't want me to be in the way. I want Yeshua to be glorified, Yeshua to be seen. Where we carry the name of of Jehovah we we don't want to take his name in vain to carry his name to have his name upon our lives it's not you know taking the lord's name in vain is not you know saying Jesus Christ or or god this and god that that's not taking the lord's name in vain it's it's its translation is to is to carry his name Hallelujah! We have His name upon our lives, so don't don't take His name in vain. Don't don't take His name and and do that which is evil in His name. I came to you in weakness and fear, and with much trembling. You know this is this is how how deep Paul was in the presence of Jehovah and how much he recognized the failing of the flesh, and his desire is how do I get to a place that I am reduced, that I'm walking in weakness. And we know the scripture, in my weakness, he is my strength. You are strong. So, you know, that's what we've got to understand. Um, You know, we don't have to be in that place where we've we've got to have it all together, you know. (laughs) And and look, it's, it's, it's quite a challenge when you're preaching the gospel and people are coming to faith. I've discipled a lot of people in uh, the the Scriptures, and it's a challenge. You know, you bring them the truth, the walk, and then all of a sudden they're off this way, going down this road. You're trying to bring them back. You're trying to nurture them in the, in the Spirit, so they're hearing from the Spirit, and all sorts of things come out. You know, one guy said to me, oh, I had an incredible revelation last night. I'm like, hallelujah. What did the Holy Spirit tell you? He said, well, God told me I don't need to read the Bible. I just need to listen to you. I'm like, oh, God. Goodness me, that's your revelation. That's what you woke up with in the middle of the night. (laughs) That's not the word of Yahovah. You know, you have got, this is personal relationship. It's not about receiving a word from a man, even if we're speaking forth the words of Yahovah. Our desire is to know him more. Our desire is not to be involved in religion, but to be involved in relationship. So I come with much trembling, fear, weakness, my message, verse 4, this is First Corinthians chapter 2, if you're just tuning in. My message and my preaching were not with wise and persuasive words, but with a demonstration of the Spirit's power. Oh, hallelujah. How, just, just picture that. My message and my preaching were not with wise and persuasive words. You know, oh, where's your PowerPoint, brother? You know, haven't you got your slides all made up ready? You know, my message and my preaching is not with wise and persuasive words, but with a demonstration of the Spirit's power. We want to see signs and wonders and miracles and people's lives being transformed. May the Word come alive in your life tonight. May we come to this place where we recognize the weapons that we fight with, that we are not going to do this in the ways of the world verse 5 so that your faith might not rest on man's wisdom but on Elohim's power what's your faith resting on and this is important because how do we know what our faith is resting on when you're in that place where you choose to be faithless you know what's your faith resting on you know to walk by faith it's going to put you in a place where it's going to scare you because you're walking into the unknown many times. You don't know what is going to happen from that place. So what do we see? We see in both parts of First Corinthians and Second Corinthians that Paul is seeking to bring forth the truth, but he's trying to do it in a way to build people up. But he's doing it in a way where he says, listen, I've got to be firm. I'm not going to fight as the world fights. I'm going to deal with spiritual warfare. You want to come in and deceive the body of Messiah, I'm going to come against you in the name of Yehovah. I'm going to come against that spirit. I'm going to come against that stronghold. So the word of truth will come forth into our lives and into our community. So, you know, these are... Uh, you know, I can read on here. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep reading on. I hope you're all right for time. I don't know how long we've been ministering for. I can't remember. But anyway, let's read on. I don't want you to seem uh, to be trying uh, uh, trying to frighten you with my letters, verse 10. Uh, for some say this letter, these letters are weighty. And forceful, but in person, he's unimpressive and his speaking amounts to nothing. Verse 11. Such people should realize that what we are in our letters when we are absent, we will be in our actions when we are present by the power of his spirit. Hallelujah. Verse 12. We do not dare to uh, classify or compare ourselves with some who condemn uh, God. Oh, it's not who commend themselves when they measure themselves by themselves and compare themselves with themselves? They are not wise. You know, there's a whole mouthful there on what we see here. Uh, those who are commanding themselves, they're measuring themselves against each other. They're comparing themselves against each other. Well, look at me. Look what you look. Look what I am doing. And this, this is why the faith level is so low in the body of Messiah. Because instead of taking our instructions and our faith from the word we're saying well you know it's okay for Joe over there this is how he lives so you know my spiritual life looks okay in comparison and comparing myself with that person and Paul's saying that's not wise that's not how we are called to live verse 13 we however will not boast beyond proper limits but will confine our boasting to the field Elohim has assigned to us, a field that reaches even to you. We are not going too far in our boasting, as would be the case if we had not come to you, for we did get as far as you with the gospel of Messiah. Neither do we uh, go beyond our limits by boasting of work done by others. I love this. Our hope is that in your our hope is that your faith continues to grow, our area of activity among you will greatly expand. So that's our hope. Our hope your faith continues to grow. We've got to get to that place that we see the growth in the spirit, in the body of Messiah. And that's what we're doing here today. We're in the Word together to proclaim his word, and our desire is to see our faith growing to be more effective that you know we don't miss out the difficulties and the tough places and the tough times we do life together in a way that we stand we pray for each other we see the miracles we see the breakthroughs you know we mourn with those who mourn we rejoice with those who rejoice verse 17 but let him who boasts in Yahovah sorry let's go back a second verse 16 Uh, so that we can preach the gospel in the region beyond you. So the very fact that the testimony is happening with you, Corinthians, you know, we want to see your hope growing so that what was planted in you will expand. So if you just receive the word and you're not sharing the word, if you receive the word and you're not using the weapons of warfare to fight, to overcome, to be effective for the kingdom, what's the point? We've got to be spiritually minded in what we're doing so that we can preach the gospel in the region beyond you. Why? I want to take your testimony. And that's why we have our newsletters. I want to take your testimony to uh, those who have never heard testimonies of Yehovah doing great things in people's lives. Hallelujah. So that we can preach the gospel in the region beyond you, for we do not want to boast about work already done in another man's territory. But let him who boasts boast in Yahovah, for it is not the one uh, who commends himself who is approved, but the one whom Jehovah commends. Hallelujah. So we don't need the praise of man, but what we need is is the the Father lifting us up. So Press in. Understand that it's about relationship. Don't be uh, in fear. We pray that your faith continually grows. We pray that you understand the weapons. And, you know, take time to get involved, to intercede in areas outside of your own, you know, four walls, you know. And let's be those who are stepping out, on behalf of the needs of others. You know, we need more people to pray for the broken hearted. We need more people, you know. But some people are so consumed just with their own needs. Oh, you know, I'm just going through it. I can't spend time in the presence of Yahweh. I've just got so many, (laughs) or, or praying for other people. I've got so many things I've got to deal with. Once I get through all of this, you know, I can't follow you, Yeshua. I have to bury my father uh, can't follow you I just bought a field of I've just I've just married a wife I can't follow you all these excuses all these reasons and you know the father wants us to come to a place where we activate our faith in love and you know with the right heart to build others up and I pray today that we will commit to interceding on behalf of the brokenhearted. that we will start to look around and ask the Ruach HaKodesh, who do you need me to be praying for? Who do You know, what do I need to be doing to make a difference for the kingdom of Yehovah? Father, we thank you for this word. We thank you, Father, for the weapons that you have given us to fight with. We thank you, Father, for our ability to take the thought captive, that we are not going to allow the enemy to rob our minds, that we are going to renew our minds in your spirit to be effective for your kingdom. So we lay our lives afresh before you. And as we're in this preparation time for Shavuot, we ask for such a mighty outpouring of your spirit and, and the preparation of the heart. So that on that appointed day, not that you can't pour out your spirit today, you can do it any day. But on that appointed day, that feast day, Father, we want to experience you in a powerful way. So we are preparing our hearts For That meeting with you We're excited about the feast day It's an appointment We can't wait to be in that special day That special appointed time In your presence So we love you Father I pray for every person that's watching If you're sick in your body Just place your hands on the part of your body Where you're sick And we're just going to come together in prayer Father we break all forms of addiction In Yeshua's name Just name your addiction. Say, go in Yeshua's name. That stronghold, be broken in Yeshua's name. We come against sickness, Father. We come against uh, sickness in the mind as well as sickness in the body that you will set us free, Father, that healing will come forth, that by your stripes we have been healed. We release your healing power. We We release your deliverance in Yeshua's name. Father, for our families, we stand in the gap for our families. We speak protection over our families, and we ask, Father, to bring full household salvation to our families. Whatever stronghold is stopping uh, family members from not coming to Yeshua, Father, break those strongholds down so that your truth will come forth. Father, we thank you for this time together. We thank you, Father, for every house that's represented, and I pray, Father, that you will move by your Spirit over every single individual and family that's represented here on this broadcast. And for those who are watching later as well, we pray that they will be blessed. For those who are on podcast as well, we speak forth the blessings of Yehovah. Thank you, Father, in Yeshua's name. Amen. Well, thanks for joining with us. If you've been blessed and encouraged, you can send me an email, Kenny at bulldozoffaith.com. You can also send a comment on the contact page on buildthoseoffaith.com. If you're blessed and encouraged with the ministry, I encourage you give. We're in a fundraising time right now. Uh, we are out looking for where we're going to move the ministry to in this season. We've got 12 weeks to find where we're going and what we're going to do. It's It's going to be a huge ordeal. We've got to dismantle, break down the studio and get ready for building the new studio. Wow, yeah, God, just thinking of all the work that's up ahead. But pray for us. Pray that the Father will send forth the workers uh, to support us and that we can also uh, pray for the workers to be sent into the harvest field here in the land of Israel to bring salvation, deliverance, and healing. And I pray for your areas too that we will see that. But stand with us as we get ready for the next phase. We appreciate you giving. We appreciate your support. More than anything, we appreciate your prayers because that's what it's about. That's what moves everything for us to see the miracles as we live by faith each month and uh, preach the gospel of the kingdom. I want to thank you for watching today. Thank you very much. Look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Until tomorrow, Yehovah bless. Shalom, shalom.